Hey guys, welcome to the High Performance Tip. For this week, we are chatting with Blake Hall, who's the founder of ID.me, which is a $1.5 billion digital identification company. Blake is also a former Army Ranger who hunted down the Al-Qaeda bomb network in Iraq in the late 2000s. He's an incredible individual, and on this tip, we're talking about how Blake manages his stress levels running a billion-dollar company and how he balances his life. And you'll notice in the tip, Blake says that most public CEOs either drink or use Xanax on a regular basis. And Blake mentions his process of how he sees an unhealthy habit and how he turns that into a healthy habit. Let's hop into it with Blake Hall. Let's talk about the you getting to unicorn status when you guys raised a hundred million dollars. I think, you know, the idea of that for so many people is just seems so, so large, like such a huge thing to manage over. And was there any hurdles for you personally that you had to go over through that growth of becoming that large of a company? And I'm thinking about you personally. Do you feel the weight of the company on your shoulders? And in, actually, I have a good friend who last year he hit 10 million in his company and he's in his yeah. 30s as well. Feels a ton of pressure on his shoulders. But then people that run multi eight, nine and billion dollar companies, they don't. Do you feel that personally? Yes. You can't. Even as crazy as like the stress of like starting, you know, the um, the company was in the early days when you hit the scale that we're at of like, you know, 100 million users and signing up 125,000 users a day and over 1,000 employees. And oh my goodness, like the stock market in the beginning of this year crashed for like 50% for all the like newly IPO tech companies. And, you know, we went from growth to efficiency mode. It It is an unbelievable amount of stress and um and i think i think for that reason i don't know that i've been great all the time i was talking to um the ceo of a public company and uh and he he said blake he's like i don't know any public company ceo that doesn't like either drink or is on xanax that's <laughs> 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 like oh. Amazing. <laughs> You're like, great. That sounds like the CEOs of McDonald's, they all die before they're 55, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think, you know, there, there's a tendency, like, how do you cope with that? And yeah. sometimes, you know, and I'm, I've never even been a big drinker, but I think like dur during some of those moments of high anxiety, like I started to drink more often, it's, it's been taking a conscious and deliberate effort to say, Hey, you need to make that a healthy habit. And you know, put the treadmill in at work and walk and work out and take care of your body because that's that's the most important thing. You know, if you want to be a good dad and a good husband and you know just have energy and 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 to be a good leader because that stuff strips your productivity away. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the pressure the pressure is enormous. And you know, I can I can talk a little bit about you know, some of the steps that led us to get to the heights that we're at from a strategy point of view. But man, that. I don't ever want to sugarcoat the personal cost uh, when you have all of these stakeholders and investors who've invested now hundreds of millions of dollars that want their Forex return. And you have your commitment to serve all the users, you know, in, to access vital programs. You have competitors who are not playing fair and by the rules and coming after you. I mean, there's there's a tremendous amount to manage and it definitely has a, uh, a, a it takes a personal toll uh, in terms of the um, just the impact it has emotionally on uh, on me for sure. 
Well, what are some of the things you do to turn it off on a regular basis? I, I think you just have to create healthy, healthy habits. So, uh, so what I found is, you know, like put, putting in the treadmill and I've got it off right now just to like not have the background noise, but I just put a walking treadmill underneath my desk and I have a lazy workout where I'll like knock out four to six miles every day just by like, you know, walking at one mile an hour on my desk. Um, while working. I take my daughter you know, while working. Yeah. I yes. take my, cause I've got three kids. Like if I come back at the end of the day, like the, the notion that I'm going to like knock out a five mile run, like I used to, and <laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah. you know, uh, yeah. glass of wine on the couch is more likely way to go. And so I think that's really been it is, is like to make sure that, you know, if, if whenever you, you want to do something that's like an unhealthy habit, if you can substitute something that's healthy for it, like, no, I'm going to have some caffeine free tea. And like, that's what I'm going to have before I go to sleep. And I'm going to go to sleep on time and make sure that I get a decent night's rest. But you have to be like really deliberate about building those habits slowly and then sticking to them to break a bad cycle and to be self-aware to know that like you might be slipping into something that's not, that's not healthy. Do you manage your, your family time also? Are you making sure you get family time and dinner with them or what, what's your routine like? Yeah. Well, I think routine is what's critical. Like you've got to build that in. So I take, I take my oldest girl to like soccer uh, three days out of the week. So that's like our time together, like an hour and a half and I'll work out while she's practicing. And then we do rec for my six-year-old, my two-year-old uh, on Wednesdays. And that's my time, you know, with them. And I think having those blocks of time where you're spending dedicated time and then, you know, Fridays and stuff, I'm home and we have dinner and like we play uh, on the weekends and go to playgrounds and stuff. But I think you have to make room in your schedule to have consistent time. Uh, even before, you know, unicorn status, I would cook dinner at home, you know, two or three nights out of the week. And I would take my kids to the park. And like, that was, that was our routine at that point. Whenever you lose that and like your schedule just dominates family, it's probably not going to happen or not be the, the quality engagement that you want. So I can't recommend enough to like carve out, to carve out that time and make it part of your, your routine and process. So you said you're working out when your daughter's at soccer practice. I just got an image yeah. of you like running alongside the field and doing some push-ups <laughs> outside and like going over to the monkey bars and doing some pull-ups. Is, is it is that type of workout that you're doing? Or it's uh no 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 it's a it's a really nice facility called the St. James in Springfield, Virginia. So it's okay. uh it's an incredible facility. So I'm I'm inside of a gym. They play like the old school hip hop, like Nelly and Warren G and stuff. So. <laughs> I'm in there, you know, usually like uh, hit, hitting the weights and the bench, uh, bench press and free weights with a bunch of folks who now are a lot younger than me. Okay, guys, there's the tip for today. And just recapping on what we heard from Blake, you know, it takes really great habits to be able to manage a life when you have such a huge company on the weight of your shoulders. And again, ID.me has 100 million users currently. They're onboarding 125,000 users per day. They have over 1,000 employees. And what's so important here is two things. One, Blake realizes when he has an unhealthy habit and then makes a conscious decision on how to create a healthy habit out of that. Very small things, for example, instead of having a tea in the evening, have a decaffeinated tea. Instead of starting a drink, stacking his habits so he's working out during his 
daughter's soccer practice so he can be a good dad at the same time and get the exercise that's needed. His focus is on not only running this company and serving the marketplace and leading his team, but also being a good dad, husband, and leader. And by stacking those habits, simple little things by doing exercise at his daughter's soccer practice, he could then knock out two birds with one stone. I'm a huge fan of stacking habits. This is one reason I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Not only in jiu-jitsu do I get my cardio, but I also get strength training. I also get flexibility. I also get camaraderie. I get team building. I get humility. I get growth. I get persistence. I get confidence. I'm knocking out seven or eight skills and healthy habits by just doing one practice. So think about how you guys can stack your habits in different ways in order to keep your life balanced and healthy. It's absolutely life-changing. Change those unhealthy habits to healthy habits and stack them. If you want to check out more of Blake's podcast, it's episode number 551, hitting 100 million users and becoming a $1.5 billion digital verification company. I highly recommend it. Studying individuals like Blake can really change a person's life. And we're doing that now, interviewing billion-dollar founders, but not just any billion-dollar founders, founders like Blake and other incredible entrepreneurs that are living healthy lives, that are doing amazing things, serving the world in a positive way. So I recommend checking out any of those episodes. And if you like what you're hearing and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. See you on the next episode. Thank you.